Welcome into from the end of the bench podcast where we're talking all things NBA right here at the University of Central Oklahoma and live from Oklahoma City, home of the Oklahoma City Thunder. Go Thunder. It's going to be Anthony Garrett, Logan and James bringing you all things NBA. Let's get it. Welcome, everybody, to the From the End of the Bench podcast. This is your host, Garrett Johnson, sitting with James Jackson, Anthony Mellendorf, and Logan Long on our inaugural episode. Yes, sir. We are here, and we are ready to talk hoops. I'm going to be nitpicky. What you mean? James D. Jackson. James D. Jackson. Didn't that cause a glitch on your website on the Oklahoma? Come on, man. Let's go. (laughs) You're going to try to cause a glitch on here, too. (laughs) This guy. I know, man. I'm I'm not going to be able to edit your audio now because you said that. (laughs) (laughs) user error all right well i guess we can go ahead and open up the podcast talking about the analytics uh we can go ahead and start with the rockets small ball how do y'all feel about that whenever they got rid of capella and just went max height six seven in their starting five what does that make y'all feel um i i think for a league that's uh predominantly a three-point shooting league i mean i think they have a shot but what the big thing is they're gonna have to play very good defense and right after the all-star break um, following those first couple games, they were actually ranked seventh defensively. But these last the last four games, excluding last night, they were ranked 25th um, when they got beat by the Magic and the Hornets. They had those four straight losses. So for them to be effective, the first thing is they're going to have to play hard every single possession, play really good defense, and they're going to have to hit three-point shots. Against the Magic, they shot 44% from the field, which you know I think is average among the NBA, maybe actually even a little yeah, that's above. Pretty normal. That's pretty good but they only shot 28% from the three-point line. Um, And then they shot 46% from the field and 33% from the three-point line against the Hornets. And and they still, I mean, they got beat, but really is what happened in that game. Defensively, they just choked it off. I mean, they they gave up 53% from the field and 46% from the three-point line to the Hornets. Yeah, I mean, you cannot, that's Terry Rozier's team, man. You cannot do that. That's that's awful defense. So I think for order them to be successful, they're going to have to play really good defense and knock down shots. I don't think they can play good defense, though. They're one of the worst defensive teams in the league. They have probably the worst defender in James Harden, who plays zero defense. I think their best defender, as far as their small guys, is Russell Westbrook, just because he plays with so much energy. Hey, man, don't put any disrespect on P.J. Tucker's name. That's a solid defender. I'm not. I'm just saying that. Westbrook has to exert so much energy on the offensive end that mm-hmm. he has a hard time doing it on the defensive end sometimes. But I think with this team, he's he's done so well. I mean, if it wasn't for Russell, Russell Westbrook, this team would probably be in the eight seed right now because James Harden has been historically bad over the last month and a half. If he can't pick it up, I don't see this team getting out of the first round of the playoffs. They don't play good defense, like you said. They haven't been hitting their three-point shots. If they don't do that, they're not going to be able to get out of the first round, in my opinion, especially if they end up in that six, seven, or I mean, I don't think they end up in the eight seed, but they could realistically end up anywhere from four to six. So, I mean, they're not necessarily going to be a tough out. They let the Rockets or the, the, not the Rockets, but the Knicks out rebound them by 50 a few days ago. That is the Knicks too. They can't happen. The Knicks are one of the worst teams in the league. James, what do you think? Can you play zone defense in the NBA? Yes, mm-hmm. you can. You can, but I don't think you can effectively. You can, yeah. you can for certain minutes throughout the game. You can't play it for four, four quarters. Yeah, you that can't be your part. main game plan. That's my, my one issue. When you get in the playoffs, your your weaknesses are, are exposed. Yeah. Because they have time to go over they scout for you. So yeah. on the defensive end, the Rockets are going to struggle down low. They're going to figure out how other teams are going to figure out how to beat them. That. On I the agree. other hand, if they're just going to shoot threes, why not play a 3-2 defense? Right. 
they're going right. to have to knock down a lot of shots to I mean, win. That's, yeah, it's that you simple. You can make them play inside. Yeah. I mean, we all saw that Clippers game where Harden went out there and went 0 for 8 from 3. Like, yeah. And they only ended up losing by 15. But that first half, I think they ended up getting down by nearly 30. I mean, that's just a I mean, recipe for disaster Obviously, the their playoffs. game plan is just iso ball and hope that you can't guard James Harden or Russell Westbrook one-on-one. And if they're not making shots, you're not going to win that's a series. That's not going to work in a seven-game series. I don't think it will. And, and, and if they play anybody in the, in the West with how small they are, you can't be – nobody on that team can guard Anthony Davis. Nobody on that team can guard uh, Nikola Jokic. Yeah. Nobody on that team can guard Steven Adams. I mean, if they if they face off against, there's a number of teams in the West that if they face off against them, there's no way that they can guard them. And I feel like D'Antoni's main hope with that isn't necessarily on the defensive end. He wants them to wear them out, the bigs on the offensive end, mm-hmm. because guys like Anthony Davis aren't going to be able to stay in front of Russ, Harden, Austin Rivers. Like if they get switched onto them, they can't take a break and go guard Capella on the block and so catch their breath for 20 defense. seconds. And actually, on a on a positive yeah. note for them, I think you guys would be surprised. Their net defensive rating is 15th, right? It's actually I looked at it this morning and they said it had nine they had him up at ninth wow, wow. that is that's so, a lot higher than i thought yeah so i mean i think they played defensively well in spurts for certain games but they're gonna have to do it every game to win a playoff series. it's just hard to do in a seven game series because it's amplified in the playoffs there's t- you know like you said you, you, it's hard to beat the same team twice let alone four times in a series so yeah. i just don't see them getting out of the first round in my opinion yeah. yeah so i think second round's their ceiling yeah to capitalize kind of off what anthony said about harden's historically bad just terrible last month and a half since march started i pulled some stats so he's shot 25 percent from behind the three-point line for march they're one and four and he's he's still getting 28 points a game i mean don't get me wrong he's a volume shooter he's going to get his at the right. free throw line and find ways to score but his two-point percent is also 37 which is remarkably lower than what it usually is and they're one and four and he's taking 10.43s a game and making two and a half so that's eight missed threes a game like that's that is nothing you want to see in crunch time of the season yeah i mean i'd be interested to see what his career numbers are but this year he's shooting 35 percent from three point which is pretty low for him in my yeah that's a round league average but for him that's just remarkably bad because he's such a volume shooter you have no business taking 10 11 threes a game to make 30 percent their best best three-point shooter this year has been macklemore he's shooting 39.5 percent so just under 40 percent from three yeah, but I think one thing the small ball has done for the Rockets and unleashed Russ. I mean, this last yeah, month, he's, since they went small, he's getting what, like 35, yeah. eight and eight ish around he's that bullying people. Yes, I exactly. Mean. Like because there's no clog in the lane. He has yeah. no big help defense down low and everybody's playing five out. So it's just one on one to the rim. Yeah. And it looks a lot like AAU ball to me, but I mean, I mean, yeah, Russ it is, works for Russ him. is definitely putting up historic numbers. And like I said, if it wasn't, if it wasn't for Russ, they would probably not be where they're at. And I mean, no. How Maybe about, fighting how about, the Pelicans. How about Chris Paul, right? Plays for Houston, gets traded to Oklahoma City, and now Oklahoma City has a chance to move up to the four seed tonight, and they're sitting ahead of the Rockets. And I mean, Chris Paul is just looking at them throwing up double birds. Like, <laughs> yeah. it was obvious Chris Paul was the, the force of that team when he got hurt. Is when they yeah. lost. Yeah, exactly that. When they had they were up three two in Game Six against yeah. Golden State back in 2018, and he yeah. pulled that hamstring, and it was lights out. Harden couldn't carry him. And that game seven, I'll never forget how his, like, what they missed, like, their first 29 three-pointers to start that game. That's awful. Awful, awful. Well, I'm pulling some numbers on Russ. I had some numbers on him from the start of the year since 2020. Let me find them real quick. But, I mean, it's absolutely crazy how well Russell Westbrook is playing for the Houston Rockets. And not to mention the fact that he... Basically, Dan Antonio, Dan Antonio said, hey, go shoot threes. And Russ is like, no, I'm not going to do that. I mean, how about that? 
I mean, mm-hmm. we, we know as Oklahoma City fans living in Oklahoma City that Russ ran that organization. Russ yeah. ran the organization of Oklahoma City Thunder. So, I mean, he's just telling D'Antoni, no, I'm not going to shoot threes. I mean, he shoots like 25% from I mean, three yeah, on his career. So is, that's not so, who yeah. he is. So, I mean, I didn't think that this was going to work whenever he first got there just because it's Russell Westbrook. He's not a volume three-point shooter. He's not even a volume shooter, I guess you could say. He likes to get to the rim and get at the free throw line. But that's what this team is built around. They're a volume shooting team. So since the, since the start of the new year, Russ is 32.4 points per game, 7.8 rebounds per game, 7.4 assists per game, almost two steals per game, 53% field goal percentage, and he's a plus 97, which leads the team. Yeah, I mean, those are MVP numbers. If you think about it just objectively, when you put them next to other people, if he didn't have that struggle he had before the new year back in 2019, I mean, right we're talking about him for an MVP race. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Sure. Um, but I like what you said about that. I th- felt kind of differently about that, Anthony, whenever Russ went to Houston. Um, he's an all-time great facilitator. Like, he moves the ball, and people can call him selfish and everything, but you don't average 10 assists on a team like the 2016-17 Oklahoma City Thunder without being an all-time facilitator. Like, getting 10 assists a game, there have been people with historically great shooters and historically great finishers that can't even touch that mark. And um, I know they want to shoot a bunch of threes. They would like him to be able to, but I feel like... If he could come in there and facilitate the way he did back when he was in Oklahoma City, maybe. Because, I mean, a lot of those Houston guys just haven't been knocking down shots, like open shots like P.J. Tucker and Macklemore. Eric Gordon was kind of MIA for a while. I don't remember if he got hurt. But, I mean, if those guys can come in and start knocking down the open shots they get, we're talking about Russ with 12, 13, 14 assists a game because there was some stat I looked at, like potential assists, like guys who miss shots that they usually make. And if those are even half of those are accounted for, he's in double digits again this year. Well, I think that's where Houston's different from that 16, 17 Thunder team. Assists were hard to come by for him. Yeah. There were, you know, the guys that were around him, even though he was facilitating, they still weren't hitting their shots. Mm -hmm. So I guess it is pretty historic. The fact that he was able to still put up 10 assists and average a triple double, you know, that season. But I I don't know. I just didn't think it was going to work out. I agree with you that he's an all-time facilitator. I agree with you that he's a great player. I'm not I'm not arguing that. I just I don't think in the long term you can put two guys that demand the ball more than 90% of the time together in James Harden and Russell Westbrook and 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 let it work out. Yeah. I mean there's going to be games. Sure, there's going to be games where those two guys go off for 30 and they win games cuz you know, if they both go for 30, they can win. The same thing you could said you could have said the same thing about Paul George and Russell Westbrook, but I think in the long term it's not going to work. The small ball lineup's not going to work. Russell Westbrook experiment's not going to work in Houston. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. And I'll say I'm wrong, but that's just my opinion. I don't yeah. think it's going to work. So how do y'all feel about the Lakers? I mean, they've come out and just led the West this year. A lot of people had them around the three or four seed to start this year, which I personally had yeah. them first when I saw that they were getting Anthony Davis. I mean, yeah. like there was no doubt in my mind they were going to do well. And uh, they actually shoot a lot less three-pointers than other teams do this year in a league that just keeps getting smaller, smaller, more shots from behind the line. But they've kind of stuck to the older strategy of old pick-and-roll game, LeBron moving to the rim, Anthony Davis on the block. And I mean, of course, they can both stretch out and shoot when they need to, but they're not taking and Rockets type of offensive yeah, three-point shots. They're like the polar opposite of the Rockets, really. Um, and their biggest strength, I think, uh, is their defense. I mean, they're second in the league behind the Bucks in team defense. And then, obviously, I mean, they're just beating people inside the three-point line. Mm-hmm. I mean, the other night when they beat the... I think it was when they beat the Bucks and the Clippers, they shot 
combined from those games, like 19% from the three-point line. Yeah, they just show that they don't need to make yeah. threes to I mean, win. They just yeah. post up AD and LeBron, and if yep. you double them, they're going to find the open man, and if you don't double them, that's a bucket. And just because I mean, they shoot 19% doesn't mean they don't have capable three-point oh, shooters. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Avery like Bradley. Avery Bradley, exactly. Against Danny the Clippers. Green. Yeah, yeah, Danny yeah. Green last I mean, night, even. He was out there just strapping. They've got them. shooters, but Alex the great Caruso. thing about them is they don't have to make shot three-point shots to win games. Mm-hmm. They can win it without it. When they're hitting them, they're just unbeatable. The big yeah. thing for me too is the other night you saw LeBron you know he wasn't really playing that well he you know he still finished with like I think over 20 points almost 30 points he wasn't playing very well though he was able to defer to other guys Mm -hmm. I mean he's averaging over 10 assists this this season which LeBron is one of the best passers in the league in my opinion that's what really gets me about LeBron this year is he's able to defer to other guys the other night Avery Bradley was hot what did LeBron do he started getting Avery Bradley the ball he does the same thing with Anthony Davis. If Anthony Davis is hot, he'll get Davis the he ball. He always that, makes the right play. Yeah, and he still always. gets his, of course. But when he's not playing super efficient, he's able to defer to other players. And I think that's what makes this team so great. Yeah. They also are lead the league in blocks. The Lakers, though. I mean, yeah. the Clippers. Are we sure they're better? I don't think they are on paper. If, if we're going into a series and you have a healthy Lakers with a healthy LeBron and Anthony Davis... I'm not taking anybody. Are you trusting them. PG as a second option in I'm the playoffs? I'm not taking anybody against James? that team. Are you trusting PG in the playoffs after his stint here? Here's my deal with he the. Have to. Yeah, I mean PG. I mean, they didn't bring him in to be I Lou Will's third one, option. They didn't bring him in to be a third option. They didn't paper, mortgage their future. On paper, the Clippers yeah. are a better team. But here's the the whole deal coming into the season was that how dominant the the Clippers were going to be defensively, and it's been the opposite. The Lakers have been a much better defensive team than the Clippers. I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that the Clippers haven't been healthy all year. They've played like 10 games together. All right. Really healthy. The Lakers are that's more kind cohesive. That's scary, in my opinion. That is scary. Yeah, that, that kind of gives me more... Uh, but then again, they could peak. I mean, it's all about peaking, right? In the playoffs, if you peak at the right time, if you're winning and you can go on a big, long streak, I mean, you can you can end up winning in the finals. If the Clippers are at their best and the Lakers are at their best, the Clippers are probably winning. I just can't bet against playoff LeBron with a healthy Anthony Davis. Yeah, Not I the can't way LeBron either. has been playing this season either. I can't bet against That's that. That's maybe one of the best one-two punches and in I NBA think, history. I think an issue with the Clippers is, I think they almost have too many scores. If you watch the Clippers and Lakers game the other night, Paul George had like 25 in the first half. He finished the game with 31, but why was that? Because Kawhi, down the stretch, instead of giving the ball to a hot Paul George, letting him take over, what did he do? He took the ball. He was aggressive. And he didn't make shots. Yeah. That's the thing with LeBron. He He's so intelligent. His basketball IQ is so high. If he's not hitting shots, he's giving the ball to Anthony Davis. If he's hot, he's keeping it. And I don't know if Paul George and Kawhi are selfless enough to be able to say, here, you're hot. I'm not. You take it and you lead us to victory. And that's that's kind of the issue. I think that the Clippers are going to have If they can now if they can do that. They're going to be scary. Real scary. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, I There's do so too. Many scores if they, if they can yeah. do that. I mean, Lou Williams, Montrez Harrell is averaging almost 20 points a game. Lou yeah. Williams is averaging almost 20 points a game. They're the only team in the league that has four or five players averaging over 18 and a half points per game. Yeah. Hey. I mean, on paper, it's not close, but on the court. Yeah. I, I mean, I it, I, for me, it comes down to are you going to bet against LeBron or are you going to bet against Kawhi? I mean, Kawhi is Kawhi is so so good. I I just don't. I don't. Sorry, my my laptop is uh is talking to us. Nice. I want to get some input. I can edit that out. Anyways, uh, Kawhi is so good. It it comes down to: Are you going to bet against Kawhi or are you going to bet against LeBron? Which one of them are going to go out and put out another vintage performance in the playoffs 
and carry their team to a championship. Because if we're being honest, last year, Kawhi is the reason why Toronto won. My, oh, a million my, percent. Yeah. Do we not base it off the top seven? On okay. The Here's a, that's, that's what a, a playoff series is. I don't, top seven. I don't understand everyone saying, are we getting vintage LeBron? He's never been anything but prime LeBron. Yeah, he like, pulled his groin it. last year think and missed games, it. but he, he still is 28, 8, and 8. Exactly. Like, he's 35, but he's never fell off. So, until he falls off, I'm not betting against him. Yeah. Period. Agreed. That's yeah. fair. I mean, I can't argue with you, Logan. Yeah. You've um, convinced me. You've convinced me not only that LeBron is the best player in the world, but that he's always vintage LeBron. So I, I can't um, argue with you. I yeah. I think the better version of LeBron was second championship in Miami. I that disagree. was 99 overall on 2K LeBron. That was scary. <laughs> I, I, I kind of disagree, though. I think the Cleveland LeBron was just as good and smarter. And Miami yeah. LeBron had issues mentally. He talked about the 2011 finals, you know, where the Mavericks game planned against him and he didn't know what to do. He was kind of trying to find himself identity wise. You know, he was like the villain. I think LeBron now and even in Cleveland, obviously, in 2018, he had the best playoff ever i mean arguably yeah arguably so i mean i don't know he's just he's he's so much smarter than everybody on the court and athletically he's just a freak of nature so until he until he proves that he's still not that uh, it's hard to bet against him for me who is the clippers third option lou williams lou or montrez just depends on the day and the matchup i think and if we go off of stats any guess on who the third best player on the lakers is this year avery bradley it's not um, Kuzma. It is Kyle Kuzma. Yeah, Kuz, Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Which is what's interesting to me, looking at these stats, is that he, he. I mean, he's the third best option. How much is he averaging game shooting right stats for them right now? He's averaging twelve point five points per game. I think if they can get him going on twenty five minutes, efficient, I think they they could be really scary. If they can get last year's Kyle Kuzma, he just hasn't gotten to a rhythm. They don't get him the ball a lot um, with LeBron and AD taking more shots. But if he can get in a rhythm. They could be scary. Now yeah. their third, their third highest player on their on their roster, player efficiency rating wise, is um, Javale McGee. He's played incredible. Dude, him he and is a, such him underrated. And Howard yeah, are, the, are, the, are the third and fourth player efficiency rating on the team. I mean, but when you have a guy in Anthony Davis who's averaging over twenty six a game, a guy in LeBron who's averaging over twenty five a game, not to mention the fact that Anthony Davis is shooting over fifty one percent from the field this year, and LeBron is shooting just under fifty, and, and the player efficiency yeah. rating twenty eight and twenty six respectively for either of them. And then think about defense. I mean, they lead the league in blocks. They're top five in steals. They have Anthony Davis, arguably the defensive player of the year, Javale McGee on the court at the same time. And then when JaVale is not on the court, you got Dwight Howard. Yeah. Think about that rim protection. I mean, if you're not knocking that, if you're not knocking down perimeter shots, you can't beat the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I mean, it's it's yeah. that simple. That yeah. pain gets clogged really quickly with how I mean, big they, and long rim are. defenders are incredible. And then obviously LeBron. I mean, I mean, Anthony Davis is averaging almost three blocks a game. Yeah. He leads the league. That's really sure. good. Yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. I just, I just worry about dynamic duos. Cause I mean, we've seen that so much here in OKC. If one guy's not hitting, I mean, what are you going to do on offense? You give it to the other guy. And then he gets double teamed. And then you find the open man. That's See, that's the deal. Okay, so you think about Russ and Paul George, right? Russ is, is a good facilitator. Think about Russ and KD. But he's not LeBron, IQ-wise. Yeah, never. IQ-wise, he'll never come close IQ-wise he's, he's to He's not LeBron. even close. Yeah. If you double team LeBron, somebody is getting a wide open shot. It's yeah. that simple. And if he's smart double, enough to If you double team Russ, it. he might take a dumb shot. I mean, that happened in the Clippers game, right? Avery Bradley was hot. LeBron James was not playing very efficient. So what did he do? He got the ball to Avery Bradley and Avery Bradley knocked down shots. If you can do that, you're going to win games. I think it was like a minute and 30 to 45. It was like those three possessions. Mm -hmm. Wait, he put Lou Williams. In the crucial part of the game, too. Lou Williams on that pick and roll and exposed him. Lou Williams in pick and roll action. He kicked to Avery Bradley for the three. He dished it down to AD for the dunk. 
and then he got the one-on-one and got the blow by in the end one to seal the game. Yeah, I mean, I those mean, three plays is what was crucial in, in, in the fourth quarter there in that game. And like Anthony mentioned earlier, he only shot 7 of 17 from the field. I mean, for LeBron, that's what, around 40%. That's for not Le- very efficient. That's, that's below his, he's averaging like 50%. Just under, just under, like I mean, 49% so from the field. For him, that was an off game, and they beat the Clippers by, what, nine? Was the final 112-103? Yeah, but, I mean, I don't put a whole lot of, I mean, it was a closer game than what the yeah, final I, said. I, but, that always gets inflated a little bit. And at yeah, the other free throws at the end. And yeah. stuff, the other but, side of it, Marcus Morris is probably not going to go 0 for 9 with never for 7 again. from the three-point line. So, I mean, I don't, I take a, a lot away from that game, but it's not like a deciding factor. Obviously, the Clippers are still up 2-1 in the series overall, but. I mean, I would love to see a Clippers Lakers Western Conference Finals. It would be great. Yeah, that kind of transitions yeah. us into our next topic. What do y'all? How do you think this playoff shakes out this year? I mean, I think we should go ahead. We talked a lot about the West. Let's go ahead and talk about the yeah. East for a little bit. Um, there are any dark horses or anybody you think that are really going to challenge Giannis and the Bucks? Celtics. Celtics. I mean, they've been they've been That's surging lately. Jason, I mean, how about Jason Tatum? Yeah, he's playing really well. I mean, he had a bad game against the Thunder. But he came back with a really great performance right after that. So he is playing really well. And if they're healthy, they de- they definitely have a chance. My dark horse in the East is Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, so last year, Toronto, their record without Kawhi was really good. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it was it was well above 500. And we're seeing the same thing this year is that team is put together really well. And they have arguably one of the best coaches in the league, in my opinion. Yeah, I was just going to say that Nick Nurse is a phenomenal coach. So I would not sleep on Toronto. I mean, he's a candidate. Billy Donovan, sleeper coach of the year. He's a candidate. He's a candidate for sure. He should be a candidate for sure. And then uh, another candidate for coach of the year is Spolstra at Miami. And Miami's got a a decent chance. I I think if if, if if I was forced to pick Miami, the Celtics, or Toronto, I'd probably pick Boston. Same. Mm-hmm. I was too. But it's really close. I mean, the, the the thing is, is that Milwaukee's boat racing the East. Yeah. I mean, it, it's theirs to lose. That's the thing yeah. is, is are they ready to make that next step? They weren't ready last year, obviously, to take that step and, and, and you know, move forward. Mm-hmm. Just because I felt like they were a young team. Giannis is still learning how to play in the playoffs, so on and so forth. I think they're ready this year, though. Yeah, they had that 2-0 lead over the Raptors in the East Finals. And uh, Giannis even said how frustrating that was because Kawhi was just more mentally polished, I think, physically polished. Just He's been there. An overall experienced player. You're right. He won a Finals MVP in his second or third season. Like, that's right. pretty unprecedented for people not named Magic Johnson. Sure. You know what I mean? And I, I agree with you about the Raptors. The one thing that puts the Celtics over the Raptors for me is, is in the playoffs, I think you have to have one guy in crunch time that you can give the ball to and say, go win me a game. And I don't know that the Raptors have that. I, I don't trust Kyle Lowry enough. And Siakam is a great player. He could be that one I day. Mean, Van Fleet went off last year in the playoffs. Yeah, true. And, and, yeah. I, and I agree with that. But but every but down the stretch, can you give it to one player and say, go win me a game? I'm taking Jason Tatum over anybody on the Raptors to do that for me. And so that's why I picked the Celtics also. I mean, I think they just have a great unit. You talk about Kimball Walker, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. I just think Marcus Smart has been an awesome Bra- defender Mar- this Jaylen. year. Why do you have more faith in Tatum than Siakam? Because no, they're not because Tatum shoots the ball from the three point line better and he can create his own shot much better than Siakam can. Siakam's more of a post up guy. Take you to the rim. Jason Tatum can hit a step back three over Anthony Davis or take you to the rim. And so I just think in crunch time, he's a lot more versatile. He can get he can make a shot from anywhere on the floor with ease. Siakam is kind of 
15, 18 feet and in, unless he's catching a wide open pass from somebody shoot a else. Corner three. Shoot a three. Yeah. He's not going to take you off the dribble and hit a step back three. Yeah. So That's, Jason Tatum this season from three point is shooting just under 40%, whereas Siakam's shooting about 35.9. So it's about 5% difference. And then they're basically the same as far as their field goal percentage 44 for Tatum and 45.9 for Siakam. And Tatum's so, just been incredible since all star break. And they're both averaging the same amount of points. Per game, twenty three point six. And in my in my biggest That's thing, funny. Tatum. I think they're both great players. I just with Tatum with the ball in his hands can do much more than Siakam. I would go out on a limb and say that probably a lot of Siakam's three pointers are just catch and shoot from somebody else. Yeah, not, not I mean they're dribbling. basically the same player. If we're I mean if we're looking at stats, the only difference really here is player efficiency rating. Tatum has a twenty point four player efficiency rating, whereas Siakam has an eighteen point seven. It's really the only difference between these two. Absolutely. And then rebounds. I mean Siakam's I think like six ten. So Tatum's six, six eight, seven, Siakam yeah. is it doesn't show six here. nine, I believe. Yeah, so like I that. mean they're basically the same player. It's a I mean, three and a four. Yeah. yeah, I mean Tatum's a kind of a stretch three, stretch four. I mean he's kind of like a, Siakam's a stretch more of a four. true post. Yeah, Siakam's yeah. more of a that's why I take Tatum. Yeah, whereas Tatum can play the three or the four because of how tall he is. So, mm-hmm. but I mean, it's it's close. I so, mean, what's what's actual? What's, who do y'all got coming out of the East? It depends, man. Uh, I always I hate to go out on a limb and say something before I see how teams play in the playoffs because I mean, yeah. there's so much roster shakeup, right. chemistry shakeup. You never Injuries, know. You know. Exactly, exactly. But hopefully, not, if the but. playoffs started today, I think we would see a Celtics versus Bucks That's who I East have. Finals, and I would probably take the Bucks in six. I've got a. I don't know anyone the in the East. It. There's a maybe Anthony Davis and LeBron might be the two people, Kawhi Leonard obviously too, that even have a remote chance of phasing Giannis and the tear he's been on this year. I mean, he's about to break the all-time record for PER in a season. Yeah. Like, there's never been a more efficient, right. more... I mean, he's playing 30 minutes a game, getting 30 and 16. Like, it's just ridiculous. James, who um, you got? Why, do y'all, why are y'all so high on the Celtics? <laughs> who are you high on? Toronto. <laughs> the defending champs. The reason... My where, reason... Where defending my, champs minus the finals where is, MVP. Where is Toronto's weakness? Uh, not having a Kawhi Lin, not having a closer. closer. They don't have all. a closer. You need that in the playoffs. They have Van Fleet. Van Fleet is not a closer. He got hot because they didn't have Kawhi last year. They wouldn't have got through the season. Yeah, so so when Kawhi was getting double teamed, he could defer to Van Fleet against the Warriors. And who's going to get double teamed this time? Who's going to be hot enough for Van Fleet to get open? Let me pose you this question, James. You got one possession, one person to go get you a bucket. Are you taking Fred Van Fleet or Jason Tatum? Well, it's not a fair question. That's that's my whole argument with the Celtics over the Raptors. They can't, they can't decide the whole playoff series. Just that we're not talking about Game Seven, are we? I mean, what are we doing? We're talking about all the games. I think the Celtics have a good culmination of talent. They're a good team. If I only need one bucket, it doesn't really matter who I have. But one of those guys are going to score. I know it. I've seen it. I've seen Van Fleet doing the playoffs. I haven't seen Jason Tatum. I don't think we're disagreeing with you. I just think that. We're on the Celtics now. I think it's close. I think it's really close. I do too. If, 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 you, were to, if you were to put a gun to my head and tell me to pick either one, it'd, it'd be pretty hard to pick. Yeah. If I was going to pick today, I would pick the Celtics just based off the way they've been playing lately. I'm not discounting Toronto. Toronto's a really good team. Jason Tatum, since the All-Star break, has t- played like a superstar. Like an MVP candidate like level player. MVP, I mean, he's averaging 33 points a game, shooting 50% from the field, 40% from the three-point line. I mean... If he keeps that up, and I think Van Fleet, I like what you think about Van Fleet, though. What does that mean for the playoffs? Because we saw Paul George. I mean, I mean, 2018, we saw rookie Jason Tatum take I mean, LeBron all the way to the brink. We can't predict what's going to happen, but 
That's what I'm going off what I've seen. Yeah, I mean, we saw rookie Jason Tatum take LeBron to a game seven. We really did without Kyrie Irving in that with that Celtics team. I mean, he he posterized LeBron, stared him down, had his little coming of age moment in that series. Like, like, like you said earlier, I think the Raptors deficiencies are going to get exploited in the playoffs. What if, that's what I'm asking. What what weakness do they have? They just don't have a close, like a real closer. They don't have one guy that can just go get a bucket when or you one, need one. They have and, one guy that and, can go out there and, and score I, 40. And I understand there's more to a game than just that, but in the playoffs, a lot of games are closest coming down the stretch. Those last couple minutes. The best man wins. If you can't create some kind of open shot from your offensive game plan and you just need one guy to be able to go get you a bucket, I don't know that anybody on the Raptors can go do that. I just don't think you need one guy to do that why and on a one if you only have one position like i said first of all i said van fleet can do it but if you only need one position why can't you why can't you create a, a weakness in the defense like the spurs used to do like why can't you have a rotation but they could dump it to duncan in the post and go get a bucket anytime they needed it i mean see them do that then that's they would break down the defense why can't the, the raptors do that too who, who on their team can't can't hit a shot it's not who can't hit a shot, who can put a big amount of pressure on their shoulder. Because a lot of, like Logan said, a lot of these games come down to those third and fourth quarters. Games are won, I know people say before the fourth quarter or whatnot, but in the playoffs especially, you need that alpha male type guy. And Siakam's the alpha male of the Raptors. He's their best player, and Van Fleet's probably second with Norman Powell and OG Ananubi, those guys kind of falling in after that. And maybe, but yeah, um, no, no, go ahead. Oh, okay. Um, well, what I was basically going to say is Siakam's reliable. I mean, we saw him get that clutch bucket in game six of the finals last year, whenever mm-hmm. he posted up and got that pretty much series ending bucket. Um, and I like Siakam. I do. But if I really have to get down to the nitty gritty, I just Kawhi was so big for them. I mean, we saw the shot he hit against Philadelphia. He shot a shot over Joel Embiid fading into the corner like those. It takes those kind of shots to win playoff series. And I, and I guess and my, I don't trust anybody on my, that team to do that. What I would say is to answer your question is. I guess it's not so much. It is. It is a lot. Who can go get me a bucket? But also, who am I? For example, Jason Tatum, LeBron James, um, all these guys down the stretch, right, that we're talking about. A lot of teams are going to try to do what? They're going to try to take the ball out of their hands and double team them, right? Because they know if it's one on one, it's game over, basically. And with the Raptors, I don't think you force anyone to have to double team you. So therefore, it's harder to create a shot offensively, like you were talking about, run a set. I mean, obviously, if you get the right perfect play, you get somebody an open look. Okay, great. But what if it breaks down and you got to have one guy either go get you a bucket or make the right play? Well, if they don't have to come off and double, then there's nobody left open. I think it makes it harder defensively if you don't know who's going to come from. That's a good point, too. They have a lot of versatility in Toronto. I mean, they don't have an alpha. Like, they do have an alpha male in Pascal. I keep saying they don't have one, but they don't have just like an elite top five, top 1% NBA player alpha like they did last year. So I'm trying to get some, I'm trying to get some stats here. I, one of the big things that I look at when I'm comparing teams is their road record because of how important road games are in the playoffs. You have to win on the road, if yeah. If you look at these two teams, Toronto has, they're 23-9 and nine on the road, Boston's 20-12. and 12. So it's a three-game difference, which is basically the difference they have in the overall standings as well. So, I mean, these teams are a wash. I mean, exactly. talk about a matchup between these two teams. I would teams love to see playoffs. that matchup. I would love that. I would love to see Siakam versus Tatum. That would just be the other matchup. That great I, television. You know, if we're talking about dark horse teams, uh, a team of mine that uh, in the East that I thought was a dark horse team. I said this months ago, whenever they were a month ago, rather, whenever they got their, their guy back was Indiana. Now, can Indiana do it? I don't know. Um, you know, but getting Oladipo back they're, they're 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 not to be messed with in the playoffs. Yes. I mean, they they made a decent run last year and I think they could this year as well. 
Yeah, the 76ers have kind of removed themselves, I feel like. There's um, health problems, yeah, man. I mean, Simmons and Embiid yeah, are their whole squad. Tobias so, Harris isn't reliable. I think even I think the Pacers it, or the Heat would have a shot. I mean, they're Indiana, the 4-5 seed right now. So yeah, I mean, Indiana and the 76ers are a second-round team. That's their, that's their ceiling. That's their peak. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they're beating the Celtics or the Raptors. Yeah, preseason. I, mean, it's I a thought three team race in the East. It's a three team race. Yeah. Well, it's a one team race. There's Milwaukee, and then there's two others, and then it's everyone else. So y'all got in the West. We've talked about the. I mean, probably. Let me say. Let me say this last thing. Is that we brought the 76ers. The Celtics. I would be higher on the Celtics. They still had uh, who's their center last year? Al Horford. Al Horford. Al Horford. He's on the 76ers now. Because mm-hmm. then you don't have a weak. Yeah, they have a weakness down low. Yeah, Enos Kanter can't play defense. I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that too. And Al Horford's like the one of the few guys that is an Embiid, quote unquote, Embiid stopper. Yeah, like he always plays really good defense against him. And I like the Sixers' a strategy to try to take him and have the one guy in the East who really could guard Embiid. Yeah, Al Horford versus Seattle. I'm taking Celtics. Yeah, my, my I agree own, with that. I, I do agree with that. But the uh, I think Tatum can guard Siakam. And the Raptors don't really have a dominant center that could really exploit that matchup. But I do agree with what you're saying. Yeah. All right. So, so West, we that was some good good stuff right there. Sauce not there anymore. He is. He is. But I mean, he's he's a little long in the tooth. He's not a spring chicken anymore. Not at all. Yeah. And they're, I mean, not gonna put, they're not going to feed him on the post. I don't think. Yeah. No. They they like to play a little smaller too. I think in the playoffs we'll see a lot of Siakam at the five in the East. I think I Nick Nurse will run that a lot. But. Anyways, continuing on, that was some good stuff about the Celtics versus Raptors. I think that's going to be very polarizing if we're lucky enough to get that playoff matchup. How do y'all feel about the West? I mean, I know we're all high on the Lakers, LeBron, but I mean, there's the Clippers. Don't forget about the Oklahoma City Thunder. No one thought they'd even be here at this point. Who knows what they can do in the playoffs? I mean, I mean they, they, they were written off before the season. They my, far exceeded their win yeah, total this my season. My prediction is one sentence. I can't bet against LeBron and AD. OKC is in the same boat as 76ers and Indiana. Uh, they're, Don't do they're, that. they're better than the Sixers and Don't Indiana. Do they can be the they're, four seed tonight. If they beat the Utah similar. Jazz tonight, they will they will hold the four seed in, in the West. West. Second round. They, they are second OKC round. Thunder. That's always like that. Second round ceiling. No, that's First fine. I, I'll agree with you. They're a second round ceiling, but I agree with Garrett. Don't sleep on this team. They I the think second. they're a Western Conference finals they ceiling. Have, I don't see them getting to the finals, but I could see them upsetting a Clippers. If they play the Clippers, I could see them catching them on the upset. They have the second best road record in the... They are road warriors this year, and that is so crucial in the playoffs. I've already said that. But. We have... You have the... When they I run into Lakers or Clippers, okay, so they're you done. have the ability to score. That's okay. But we can't defend. Yeah. If, I you, don't, if you run into the Lakers or the Clippers, you're getting knocked out. I agree. I don't know. Chris Paul I agree. Jason Taylor the night to, for the game winner. Who's guarding got, Kawhi and Paul George? You got, I mean. you got Kawhi and... <laughs> well, well, look, the Thunder are right where they want to be, right? They're in the five seed, right below Utah in the four seed, and they could end up overtaking the four seed. I think if Oklahoma City ends in the four or the five seed, they got a good chance to get out of the first round because... I agree. And that doesn't. Yeah, then you got the Lakers, right? Well, that's what I'm saying. They're a second round. I'm the only one saying they're not a second round ceiling. I think you. they have a fighter's chance in a I second mean, round matchup with the Clippers or the Lakers. Yeah. I mean, they played great. I just don't see them beating the Lakers or the Clippers. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, though. People really are sold on the Clippers. I mean, playoff P, come on now, man. We saw playoff P in Oklahoma City. What is that? Like, playoff was so much easier than <laughs> he has now, though. That's true. It's, it's, all, it's, it's so much easier. Like, I mean, just playing with Russ was great, but he, if you can't hit an outshot shot and people are... Well, he also couldn't stay healthy. He, we, people forget he wasn't 100% healthy. He all playoffs. I mean, he's not 100% healthy this whole regular season either. Load I know. Yeah. I know. It's something to think about for sure with the Clippers because, I mean, he's their second option, right? Your number two doesn't have to be necessarily outstanding. But that's, that's, we're, just a, we're just used to that now because of the Warriors, and you had to have Kyrie and LeBron go crazy to win. 
but you don't necessarily have to have a number two be, you know, this great score. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if Paul George is not fully healthy, I mean, still. That's I mean, still what? Like when he guarded Dame last year? So, like, would they rely on his defense? Yeah, because, like, they don't was, need his defense. Last year. Even, like, you really didn't even hear about Lillard. I mean, who's this? McCollum. McCollum. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, know I mean? <laughs> you don't necessarily need a second guy. Lillard overtook that playoff series. Yeah, he just, yeah, you don't necessarily need Yeah, him. he was unconscious. We're just used to that because we've seen Steph and Clay and, and LeBron and Kyrie. That's just something we've. I just. All right. I am not sold on the Clippers whatsoever for the playoffs. I mean, I'm probably going to go ahead and take the Lakers to win the West. That was my pick preseason. LeBron and AD, like Logan said, I just, I can't bet against them. Those are two of the top three or four players in the I'm NBA. Going, I'm going Clippers. I've been doing that since I saw their first roster mm-hmm. and they added more. I mean, I could see why. They got the best set. And they added Reggie Jackson. I can oh see why. God, I forgot about Reggie. They got Reggie Jackson, yeah. too. I can see why you'd pick the Clippers. I, I just not. Yeah, I'm going with the Lakers. Yeah, I, I just like I just can't bet against playoff LeBron. He took a terrible team in the 2018 without Kyrie and a hurt love. Yeah, but guys, LeBron, we, you you can't bet against him. But I'm, he's been to the play, the finals, whatever, right? Eight straight playoffs that he's made. Yeah, but he can't do it by himself. He and he, he doesn't did have it to. by himself. He does not have to this year. That's the point. He's done it by himself. Anthony, you think Anthony Davis is the one that's gonna? Yes. Dude, Anthony Davis is a top five NBA player. Anthony Davis is putting up bigger numbers in LeBron no, this year. I'm yeah. going to say this, and this is the reason why I'm picking the Lakers over the Clippers. No one, not one person on the Clippers can guard Anthony Davis one-on-one. No, no way. And that's the reason why I'm but taking they, him, because he can do they it. have to. He did that the yeah. other day. He in the post? Who, who are you putting on him in the post? Who's what do you Lakers, mean by that? Who's the Lakers for? Is it Kuzma? Yeah. No. Their, their starting five is LeBron, Avery Bradley, Danny Green, AD, and JaVale. They have Kuzma coming off the But bench. in the playoffs, we're going to see Kuzma at the four and AD at the five, I think. There'll Down be a the lot, lot less of JaVale minutes. Well, he, yeah. played, he played the five the other night against the Clippers, and he got everything that he wanted. He was able to get to the rim. He was able to get off the dribble one-on-one I in mean, the Zubac post. can't guard him. He, he, his, his jump shot, I mean, nobody can block his Montrez shot. Might have, Montrez is 6'8". He has That's, a sizable chance of bodying him in the post. He's the only guy with enough mass and big was, enough, you, I think, yeah, to but actually he can't play the whole game. No, of course not. of course not. AD scores against the Clippers? Enough to win. Like, I mean, like that's my. Nice. What, what do you expect? LeBron and AD can go off for thirty apiece every night. Yeah, and realistically, I think we'll see a twenty-five and ten yeah. AD, and that's. I mean, that's pretty much his season average. What is he? Twenty-six yeah. and twelve for yeah. the regular season, or something like that. If the Lakers can get one other contributor, like let's say Kuzma, Bradley was Bradley the other night. They just need one guy to step every up. night to step every up. Night. Danny yeah. Green can hit three. Danny Green. He hasn't been great this Caldwell season, Pope. but he can. He was great last postseason. I, I mean, we saw yes. him with Kawhi. He's, That's what I'm he saying. Can, yeah, and like all he's those had Spurs a bad teams. regular season, but when the playoffs come around, I think he's going to turn it around. I mean, Danny Green's a very underrated playoff performer. I mean, he had great, great runs and big moments with those San Antonio teams, and then when he went to Toronto with Kawhi, I mean, once again, he was very reliable second option, third option. I mean, for I, them think, last I think I think people just act like AD's just another guy. He's the best teammate LeBron's ever had. Yeah. yeah. He's averaging 26 and 9. Oh, okay. 9 rebounds. Almost yeah. 27 yeah. and almost 10. It's 9.4. Don't. So. Okay. Not no. to mention the fact he's averaging 3 assists a game. <laughs> what? You, you like what are you Kyrie? Say, James? 3 assists. D-Wade is not better than Anthony. Maybe I'll, I'll listen to a D-Wade argument, but not a Kyrie argument. Yeah, I'm not listening to a Kyrie argument. Either. I'm not listening to any argument. <laughs> we'll listen to your argument, Anthony Davis. Davis. This is all hyperbolic. We will listen to your argument. Not close. We will listen. So and Kyrie can now play LeBron in the final. No, no. LeBron led his team in all five statistical categories. Wait, hold on. I thought this <laughs> argument was 
that Anthony Davis was the best teammate LeBron's ever had. That is yes, the I'm argument. Saying, that's not argument. I'm saying Kyrie is. No. What it was. Kyrie was a liability on defense. Anthony Davis is a defensive player of the year. Not to mention he's a liability in the locker room, too. <laughs> flat yeah. Earth, baby. And that's, 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 that wasn't. How do y'all feel about Flat Earth? Who? Flat Earth Theory. Hey, next question. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I personally haven't been to space. <laughs> See, me I neither. personally haven't been. Set a sail. As they would say, set a sail. <laughs> seen the four corners of the world. But you have seen Pirates of the Caribbean, and you know when they get to the end, it falls down. Oh, I man. Of the uh, okay. okay. I'm one of those guys. That's right. funny. So, yeah, we. The real question I wanted to get into this is we've talked about this in, you know, outside of the podcast is who's going to end up in the eighth seed in the West? Give me the Pelicans, man. They're surging. And like we kind of, I mean, we talked about this a lot off air, but. um the Grizzlies, they are falling. They're having a tough run of games here. And well, they have, the, they have this. Well, you know, this changes every day. How many games out are the Pelicans well, right now? Okay. Well, I'm, real quick, just, just just today I looked. They have the second toughest schedule the rest of the way because this changes every day the after Grizzlies. they play teams. Right. Yeah. They had, the, they had the toughest schedule. And then just a few days ago, the Pelicans had one of the easiest schedules. So that's why I thought the Pelicans. But we're looking at the stats. Mil, uh, Memphis is 32 and 33 right now. Directly behind them is Portland at 29 and 37, and then the Pelicans at 28 and 36. So the Pelicans are only only three games back in the three. loss column, yeah. whereas Portland's four, four. back in the yeah. loss column. But like I said, Portland's also getting use of Nurkic back today, I'm, and that that could be critical down the stretch. Pelicans or Grizzlies? I don't see Portland. Uh, they just haven't played well enough this year. I don't think they're I mean, gonna. Sacramento's three back in the in the loss column, too. And New Orleans really and well Sacramento lately. play tonight. Uh, well, and not to mention the fact that New Orleans plays the Grizzlies back-to-back. They play them on the 21st of March and the 24th of March. So that's gonna be, that's really going to probably determine. Yeah, it, it will. If they can win both of those games, that's two in the loss column plus two in the win column. That's a four-game swing. I got the Grizzlies or the Pelicans. Whoever the NBA wants to win. Oh, stop oh. it. Stop it. Stop with the conspiracies. Oh, my Adam gosh. Silver is not on strings. He's no Geppetto. I'm going with the Pelicans. Have you guys, have you guys ever watched WWE? Yes. But Vince McMahon and Adam Silver are not the same person. Okay, well, why, why do you think the NBA can't be the same? Why do you, what do you think these players are paid so much? Hey, what's our next segment? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you think they're paid for? To play basketball, to they're compete, paid to, entertain. to fill the stands for their owners, I mean, to fill the stands for the owners. Paid to entertain. I agree with Please don't make me. They are paid to entertain. What makes What makes you think this is not This is a scripted. Please. So how would you script it if you could script Please it? Please don't make me walk getting, off the set, James. I'm getting Zion. Then you should know. You should pick the Lakers then, because if you're going to script it, I mean, after Kobe's so death, can you tell Lakers people to make right? and miss shots on purpose? Like, can you tell you, hey, you need to go make this amount of shots to beat that team tonight? No, there's a man in the ball. James, please stop. Please, man. People at the Oklahoma are going to hear this. James, that's fine. He said that's fine. <laughs> Come on. Man. This is what we love about you, James. Oh, the magnet. All right, give them your magnet ball theory. Let's hear it. Billion dollar corporation, and your your main profitability is based on entertainment. Why would you not engage in that? Why would you not? Because it gives enough entertainment. Competition already. isn't entertaining. Like f- fair leveled competitions, entertainment. But if you can control it, well, I mean, why does the WWE not just actually go out there and wrestle? Because they're out there trying to murder each other. It's all fake hitting and fake I mean, you have blood seen- and fake. That's real fighting. I mean, from you're not jumping. Did you see that girl's face the other night, man? That was not fake. That was not scripted. That's definitely not scripted. The they have ketchup packets. <laughs> NBA is stop it. Can we can we get up to our next topic, please? <laughs> you can put- 
You can put a magnet. <laughs> we have technology to do this. So what are the NBA awards? Oscars? Magnet, James. You put a magnet in the back of the room. James. And in the, inside the, the basketball. Logan's losing it. I wish Do y'all you realize what you're saying, right? <laughs> so, you, so all these arguments that we're having about greatest player in the league, you know, best greatest teams, actor. It doesn't matter because it's all scripted, right? Is that, what, is that what you're saying? Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. All right. Before anybody blows a gasket over here, um, we all kind of drew up our best starting fives of the current NBA rosters and we won't go into all time. That's for another day. Cause we would have a whole hour segment. on all time. Yeah. yeah that forever. would just be scary. Let, but, um, let, can I, can I, can I, first of all, let me finish. <laughs> Only if it is something not to do with conspiracy theories, you can talk. I'm the producer. Say what you want to say. Mute him. <laughs> Kill the mic. Can I get my producer to look up what year did the thunder world, the thunder down to the Clippers. And they came back. You're talking about playoffs? that was 2014, eight points in game six, I believe. And they, and they won. When CP3, Blake Griffin, Clippers? Yeah, yes. when Chris Paul was shutting KD down in the post. That was horrendous. Been thir- 13 or 14, I think. Durant was out that season, 14-15. That's right. Like that was the Jones fracture. 13, I think. 13-14. Let's oh, it, was see a, it was the year they got beat by the Spurs. 13-14. They faced off the Memphis Grizzlies, defeated them in five. And then in the first round, or no, defeated... Yeah. Them in five games last season, semifinals in the first round and one in seven games, then defeated the Los Angeles Clippers in six in the semis. That was 13-14. Yeah, 13-14. 13-14 season. They had a game where they were down eight points with a minute and ten left. Yeah, well, they were also up, like, what, eight points against the Warriors, and Durant More can't scripted. hit a shot. That feeds into his theory. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, but nobody, nobody. That's the agenda. No, Seventy-three and nine makes the final. Hey, everybody! Everybody hated that Warriors team. Nobody likes a dynasty, right? Unless it's your team. But nobody it brings in money. People watch them to cheer yeah, against but them. But that's the thing. Why would you script that? Why would you? You want a villain? That's want a villain. you want a villain. You want an anti-hero to cheer against. Everybody was going for LeBron to beat them. Why do you but cheer for LeBron so much now. Why would you let him win then? What do you mean? So why wouldn't you let LeBron beat him? Because it's the underdog story of LeBron. But why would you let him the beat him then? Why would the Warriors, Why would you let the Warriors win so many? Why would you let him win seventy three games? Because it's the regular season. Anthony, then why does scripting matter in the regular you season? You know what? The one I know. The, I'm getting sucked no, into this. You right? Know one of the greatest quotes <laughs> I've ever heard. What's that? You can't argue with a fool because they only bring you down to their level and beat you with experience. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. All right. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for saying that. Let's move on now. <laughs> All right. Top five players by position, one through five. Logan, let's hear it. Okay, so the, I'd put together just my uh, best team, not really top. I'm not going top five players at each position. This is just who I think would play the best together. Okay, fair enough. So at the point guard, I have Damian Lillard. Um, at the two, I have, I put Bradley Bill slash Clay Thompson. So one of those. At the three, I've got LeBron, four KD, uh, five Anthony Davis. The reason I picked, um, I didn't pick like James Harden or someone like that is because KD uh, KD, is because obviously LeBron's going to be the main ball handler and all these other, I mean, Bradley Bill's a volume shooter. Clay Thompson's a volume shooter. Obviously, Damian Lillard's a volume shooter. KD can get his bucket whenever he wants. So all those guys can play well off of LeBron, I feel like. So that's my thought. Anthony, how do you feel? So I changed my mind because I had a deficiency in mind. I, I did have Trey Young at the point guard, but I have too many shooters on my team and I, I need I need somebody who can facilitate and somebody who is the best clutch player in the NBA this season, Chris Paul. <sighs> best clutch player in the NBA. Can't argue that. Okay. Can't argue in clutch that. time, Can't. two minutes, numbers fourth are quarter, numbers. man is getting what he wants to get. All right. My Scripted shooting guard, numbers. Clay Thompson. My strong forward at three M. 
Kawhi Leonard, best two, two-way player in the league, in my opinion. It, at the four, I got LeBron. I wasn't going to go with LeBron, but I got I got to have somebody play the four. And LeBron can realistically play any position out yeah. there. So, uh, I mean, he's probably going to handle the ball quite a bit, too, because Chris Ball can play off the ball. But mm-hmm. And at my center, I did not want to go with Anthony Davis. I went with Giannis. I like that. That's a good stretch five, I think. Okay, are we building a playoff? Just building your, just your, your team. team. Huh? Is this your just team. your team? Yeah. Okay. I'm a I'm a fan of the big man. So let's go. Anthony Davis at five. Mm. The four is tough. Let's go Jokic from the Nuggets. That is that is a pretty big team. Ron at three. <laughs> Paul George at the two. Oh my okay. goodness. Drew Holiday at the one. Okay. Drew Holiday. What what goes into that Drew Holiday? Defense. Yeah, that two way yeah. game. Yeah. yeah. It's not a bad, not a bad squad. I like it. I do too. That whole squad is defense. Yeah. I like it. I respect those those morals. That's why you're man. picking the Clippers. Yeah. Jared, what you got for us? Facts. All right. At the one, going with my all-time favorite player, Stan, Russell Westbrook. <laughs> run, run his head through a wall for anybody on his team to try to get a win. All-time great facilitator. And if you would have surrounded him with the players, I'm about to tell you, then I mean, we would just see prime Russ. So he wouldn't be kicking it to Andre Roberson on the three-point line or anything like that. <laughs> um, at the two, give me Clay Thompson, because that driving kick with Russ would just be... Scary. I don't. I've always wanted Clay Thompson in Oklahoma City. When well, when we had Russell, because that would just be the perfect. It's interesting perfect how three of us have Clay Thompson at the two. Yeah, he's a be- probably the best two way two guard all around two guard I'll probably in the NBA right now. I'll say Bradley Beal. That way we don't. Have- okay. Okay. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Just to mix it up, but I mean, Clay Thompson's All NBA defense, and he'll take two dribbles in a quarter and hit thirty seven points as well, just off of catch and shoot. Like you can't script a better three and D player. LeBron James at the three, all-time best player in my opinion. No one will ever be better. Um, all sides of the ball. He's clutch on defense when he has to be, clutch on offense when he has to be. Giannis at the four, just because he's unguardable, uh, especially this year in particular. Um, you give him the ball with a head of steam. I mean, I don't know one person that would really want to stay in his he's way. He's just seven foot. He just runs down the court and, and dunks. Yeah, so no, no skill. No, no skill. Yeah, no skill. The highest <laughs> PR Jordan. of all time guys this year. Yeah, a lot of works because we've seen Drew play with AD before. And they're very effective together. They are. So that takes a load off LeBron. Mm-hmm. And you got the IQ of LeBron and Jokic like down low. Yeah. And Paul George yeah, can get you a bucket. Joker can score like, too. Mm-hmm. Argument. Paul George can get you a bucket when he needs to. All right. And my five though, Joel, do a one eighty indeed. Really? Yeah. Okay. I have Trust one question. The process. <laughs> Why am I the only one that has Kevin Durant in my starting thought? Because we're from Oklahoma City. Yeah, I'm bitter. I mean, <laughs> I'm bitter. I'm hurt, man. I, this is personal. Who? I'm the same way. Who? Like, yeah. I'm the same way. Like, I thought it was a super weak move, but I mean. Snake? We're talking healthy Kevin Durant? Y'all don't, I don't know it's how a, you don't put it. Mine came down to. Is that, why, is that why you asked if, yeah. if, if it was. I was between KD and Giannis at this healthy? point. Yeah. Mine came down to KD and LeBron. Yeah. My, my only thing was KD, obviously, is, I mean, he can do everything. Can he play he the four? Because I don't want to put Katie in the four. So. Oh, you can put LeBron at the four. LeBron okay. can play any position. Mm, I feel like if Katie does have a weakness, it's clutch time. But at the same time, he does have a few moments of good I mean, clutch time ball. In the I mean, are we talking like... I mean, besides whenever he's not, like, the guy on a team. Yeah, but also, are we talking vintage KD? Because, I mean, we really don't know what he's going to look I mean, like. Yeah. I mean, we watched him crumble. Injury. Whenever well, he was real clutch time, moments came and went in that game six and seven and 16. He went 10 for 31. I do don't like KD at all, but when they played the Cavs in the finals, he hit two of the biggest shots at the end of the he had those two pull up threes over LeBron. Yeah. So I don't know how we're arguing he's not clutch. What, what what year is KD's like what's vintage KD? What year is that? 
Yeah, I mean, obviously, like, we're just talking about what we've seen. We can't predict the future. I mean, in my opinion, in my opinion, like, vintage KD would be that you know that finals run from the Thunder. In my opinion, and not Warriors. Games. No, I'm, dude, come on! You can't say Warriors. I mean, it's the best team in NBA history. But we're, I mean, look who we're surrounding him with. Isn't that the whole point? Like, I mean, it is. Team. I'm not going to argue with you that he's not a great player and he wouldn't be good on that team. I was just wondering why. What I, I was just interested to know. Why I just, I, I don't KD. trust him coming off of this Achilles yeah. injury either. One personal vendetta against that's him. true that's true ruined my i agree with you there ruined my fourth of july i was having a great here. time having drinks with my family and friends and he absolutely Facts. ruined it i checked my phone saw Woj bomb my next chapter yeah get Dude, out of my face with my that. wife was so mad at me that day because it ruined july 4th yes. for me we were out, out having a nice day and my day was ruined, ruined. And she was so mad at me that i would let something like Maybe basketball and Kevin Durant ruin my day. <laughs> <laughs> and don't get me wrong respect his game respect I'm over it now respect how he is but as i get older I respect his decision to leave. It's just don't go to that. Yeah. Because I, I mean, being in charge. I mean, I think that's the whole argument. He could have left, but don't work, go there. What do you want to work at? I mean, I, that's, it's, it's good. It's okay to have that decision. Like, not there. Totally not cool okay. with him not wanting to be a Thunder anymore. Well, but but there's 28 other teams not named Golden State Warriors that I would have never, goes, ever had a vendetta against him for. The Titans. I'm going to have the same feeling for him. That's a completely but, different. So no, 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 real quick, real quick, real quick. It's the end of his career. But he won him five rings before he left. Okay. KD left everything on the you, table. Titans for are not comparable to the Warriors. But, but also, I think the KD thing, the fact that he tweeted and, and his whole career here at Oklahoma City talked about going at super teams. And then what does he do? He joins the best team in the NBA. NBA history. 73 and nine well, that's what best I'm saying. team you, ever. You join a team that wins 30, 73 games and just beat you in the, in a, in game six, when you had basically right in your grasp, you could have went to the finals and possibly won. And you join that team. I think that's where a lot of fans and a lot of people in Oklahoma city. And he ball hogged those games too. He took so many 31 shots. I mean, he had no he business missing 21 shots in an elimination game. He didn't see them as a super team. How? He saw him as a team on the come up. That's what he said. Well, he's he's an idiot. Then I mean, that's that's a very self-serving idea. Like I mean, everyone else saw him as a super team. He hated like the Spurs. He hated Memphis. But the Warriors were just a team on the come. He said they never really had to play the Warriors. Yeah, like there was like, mean, everybody play him the year before that. No, 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 I'm quoting what he's saying. Hey, I he think is I think very he has self-serving he ideas. Has an ego problem. Yeah. I think it's very evident in the fact that one of the one of the better coaches in the NBA just got fired from the team that, oh, quote unquote, or not quote unquote, but the fact that, oh, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving play for the Nets and their coach just got fired. I think and he's one of the better coaches in the NBA. If that doesn't tell you anything about Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, I don't know what does. I think he quit. They came to mute. It was a mutual agreement on him yeah, walking away. For being honest, but I mean, he was like, I don't, I want to have control of the team. If I'm Kenny that's Atkinson, do you want a locker room with KD and Kyrie? That's my to point. To be honest, exactly. Do you want to deal with that? Because I mean, that's just going to be an emotional gonna, roller coaster. That's work if they're winning. What you mean? That'll work if they're winning. I mean, those two, those two in the locker room, they're winning. There's no problem. There's only you only ever hear anything from them when they're losing. That's, that's a good point, but I mean, it's not like Boston was losing whenever he was I think throwing we, fits I think in Brad you said Stevens' this, locker but We need to give LeBron credit for being able to wrangle in Kyrie Irving. You never yes. heard anything about Kyrie until he left Cleveland. Because never. No, because LeBron's an incredible leader. Kyrie was on lottery teams. Because LeBron told him to shut his mouth. <laughs> the Celtics won. And then KD, you don't, I mean, you're not going to hear nothing from KD crazy. That Celtics team took LeBron game seven. about the OKC deal. I mean, eventually. That's he's all, the, that's the, one, he's the only one bringing it up these days. I don't know. I feel like he's been asked it. I feel like he's asked it. And, and I mean, he brings it up whatever. on Twitter. Like, if he came on our podcast right now, I would ask him. 
It's because every time he goes on a podcast, that's what you're going to ask. Well, he's got burner accounts on Twitter because he has an ego problem and he has to feed into himself. I think that, I think that I think that just comes with wanting to be a normal person sometimes. I mean, Kyrie Irving, he's okay. not a normal person. I know, but has, I think he has a burner to feel like he's a normal person. He can say what he wants. Yeah, I definitely see where you're coming from with that. But, I mean, just you can't honest, go on. Though. You can't go on KD Trey Five and go tweet whatever you want to tweet about basketball. Cause, I mean, sure he's a basketball. Can. No, he can't. He's a basketball junkie with real opinions that get taken and spun by the media and. LeBron said what he wanted to say, regardless of the fact that he got roasted for it with the whole China deal. He still came out. But that's not what KD's talking. He's not talking about geopolitics or anything like that. He's talking like something a lot less worse than geopolitics. Yes, he's talking about like comparing players in NBA and just being an objective fan of basketball. And if you're a top three player in the NBA, you can't just go on Twitter and do that because it creates false narratives. That's just not the world. Kyrie Irving did it. He came out in a press conference and said he's got KD on his team and said that they needed another good player. And look what happened. Look what happened. With he, somebody who has a professional Twitter account now, I can't say certain things on Twitter. Yeah, exactly. So I can't be necessarily a, a normal person on Twitter, quote unquote. Like an like just a fan. Just, yeah. yeah. So Katie has an account for that. I bet a lot of players have that now. I, I agree 100%. I think he, just, uh, he was the only one that got caught slipping up. Because you don't, you don't really hear jokes with other guys and make it funny. I mean, the greater position you hold, the greater responsibility you hold. It just comes with it. Yeah. Be deal with it. You want. That's true though, James. You don't you never heard any players really saying anything about him doing that. Like whenever they go on podcasts or get asked in interviews, like, what do you think about that? Like, I'm sure a bigger majority than we're probably gonna sit here and realize have burner accounts and go and participate with fans. I just I mean, don't think it should they're be. They're basketball way. junkies. How many times they get somebody asked them every day, like on the professional account? There's no way you're just on that Twitter all the time. I just no, don't think it should I be agree. that way. You should be able to say what you want to say, especially if you're talking facts. I mean, facts don't care about. But his are opinions. Opinion. KD was giving opinions about the Thunder. It wasn't facts. It was saying he couldn't win with that team, which is a, a subjective opinion. Like he was that close to which winning I with think, that team. I think the Oklahoma City fan base would have rather heard that and him leave than saying he's going to stay and then leave. And say all the things he did about you Oklahoma know? City and leave. I don't know. I think I would have given him a lot more credit if he would have been honest about it, too. I agree. I think he never he never had a problem with the Oklahoma City organization. It was just the lineup he was playing. No, it in the lifestyle he lived. Well, maybe, but the main thing is KD can't be the guy. Mentally, he can't be the guy. And that that's why I think what helped him in Golden State so much is Steph is it's Steph's team. Steph's the team Steph's team, right? So he doesn't have to be a leader. He why said he that. Leave? He said that when he went there. Because mentally, he doesn't have the me- mental capability to take on all the scrutiny that you get. Like, think about LeBron. Whether LeBron wins or loses, every single morning you hear people scrutinizing LeBron on first take, on get up, on undisputed. And I don't think KD just can't deal with that mentally. And so if he's that one guy, then he need, he needs another player to be able to take the leadership role. And he performs much better. It wasn't better that headline that from the Oklahoman. Wasn't that about KD? What was Mr. that? Unreliable. Mr. Unreliable. Wasn't yeah. that about KD? We won't speak on that. <laughs> yeah, we got we can't speak on that right now. <laughs> okay, but as yeah, we'll, we'll say what you said again. I was just saying, KD had a response. His mental capabilities of being he's not mentally strong enough to. He's be not an alpha. He's yeah. not an alpha male. He can't take the scrutiny, so he needs someone else to take that, so he can perform okay, to his okay, highest. Okay, that's what. I was and the reason you said why'd he leave Golden State isn't that that's what I said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he left because of Draymond. Draymond and him were buddy buddy before he got there. And Draymond's a excuse yeah. my French asshole of a teammate. He's going to bring the best out of you. Yeah, and he's going to get under your skin. I mean, we all saw that meme of him grabbing his shirt, like getting right. to him, like that funny video. So it's all Draymond. But, 
No, it's because Katie's okay. He couldn't take that scrutiny because Mentally. pressure's on. I mean, they win games. Don't get me wrong, but that day in, day out, Draymond getting under his skin, trying to push him. He doesn't like that. He needs to be coddled. He needs to be loved and appreciated. Oh, and where'd he go to? Who do you team up with? Kyrie Irving, the soft and one of the softer mental guys in the NBA. I think, okay, look, guys, put yourself in Kevin Durant's shoes. You come to a, a new team. You're like, okay, so I'm talking about speaking of OKC. You grow with the whole team. Like the whole organization is brand new, basically. I mean, when he got here, yeah. You have to you have to perform at your best every night to win a game. You can't have an off night to win. Is it not true? I mean, how many maybe early how many, in his career, but not later. How many years of his career has LeBron done that? All of yeah, them besides when he with his Miami and right now. You're speaking on somebody who was born like in the spotlight, basically. When you're in the, one of LeBron, the top five LeBron NBA was, players, you're in the spotlight. LeBron was dealing with that since high school. Kevin Durant was not. That's true. So what are you, you trying to think, so what are you trying to say? You gotta think of how hard that would be mentally. I'm thinking as a as a just that would be hard mentally. Every night you have to play at your best. If you don't, and your team loses, people blame you. So basically, we're saying the same thing in a different way. He struggles saying, mentally yeah. and under scrutiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But I'm saying I'm giving him a pass on it because you can't compare him to LeBron on that. LeBron is just some different animal, basically. Yeah, we've never seen yeah. someone like That's LeBron before. That. LeBron was cover of Sports Illustrated comparing him to MJ at 16. Like he grew up knowing how to handle it. Like, he never wanted to be, like, the greatest player ever. That's not, like, LeBron has always wanted to do that. Katie's just wanted to be a good basketball player. He just, well, he's even said that. He just wants to be Kevin. He to play yeah. basketball. That's what he says all the time. Yeah. So, a lot of the policies that come with sports, that's something he never had to, like, he never thought of how to train himself to do. I guess that's fair. I can't argue with that. That's a, I mean, you made a good point. Yeah. I kind I have to. I mean, we're saying the same thing in a different way. You're giving a pass. I'm, I'm not. giving a pass. But, but I, get, I get what you're yes. saying. Yeah. I think the more unreasonable Oklahoma City fans need to hear that conversation. I do too. And think about it. Yeah, still. Because I've been, I've been Good that, unre- I've been that, unre- I've been that unreasonable <laughs> Oklahoma City Thunder Good fan luck. before. I might still be that unreasonable <laughs> Oklahoma City fan to like this said, day. I'm, I'm kind of over it. So, <laughs> all right, guys, we got one more segment left here, and this is kind of a fun little game we can play. Um, start one, bench one, cut one. Anthony, I think you compiled a couple of comparable lists of players that would actually give us a little bit of debate. Yep. Cool. And, and I mean, these, these players are very similar. Uh, I would say the group of centers are, are kind of different in the fact that one of them's played a little bit longer than the other two, I think. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, I picked three rookies for the point guard position. That's awesome. So I think you guys would like that one. But we'll start with the centers and I'll give you numbers. I'm just going to let you decide first. And then if there's any discussion, then we can talk numbers and, and break it down from there. But you got to start one, bench one, cut one at the center position. You got Steven Adams, Andre Drummond, Carl Anthony Towns. Y'all mind if I go first? Go ahead. Cool. All right. I'm going to start Cat because he is probably the best stretch five in the whole NBA. For a modern team, a team I would want to put together. He's a great, he shoots around 40% from three. Him or Jokic, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Jokic's probably a little bit better of a facilitator and playmaker, but Cat, catch and shoot, pull up, shoot. Like he's just he's a fantastic underrated. offensive player, great rebounder. And for a team that does, I mean, it's not like his team wins, but I don't know. I mean, yeah, I'd probably take him. I would bench Andre Drummond, and I'm sorry, Adams is just too incapable on offense. I mean, every center in the NBA should be able to rebound and play defense. Like, in my opinion, that's what a five is supposed to do. Rim protect and grab the ball off the rim. But Drummond's a great, great rebounder, probably one of the best rebounders of all time. But he's just, a, even he doesn't have the offensive prowess Cat has. I think Cat's ceiling's just a little bit higher. Their, their numbers are similar, but we'll get into that. Speak on defense. You say that's the most important for a five, but Carl Anthony Towns is the worst defender. Of the, one of the worst defenders in the NBA. 
I think that's debatable. It's Minnesota's problem. Mm. Have you not watched the film on that? I mean, so I don't the, get to watch Minnesota so, just all so the, the time, but becomes, what I do watch of Cat, I so mean, So the he question balls becomes, out. would you rather have a guy that's a pretty good defensive center that averages nine points a game, or, I mean, on his career, Cat well, averages 20 points, 25 yeah. Maybe not quite like 25. 25 and 10 but, so here's career, with a block and a steal. career numbers for Cat, 22.7 points per game for his career. Yeah, so would you and, rather and, have and a just guy? Over, and what are his defensive stats? Just under 12 rebounds per game, two assists per game. I didn't look at blocks and, and steals because it was below two for every single one of them. I mean, guys. but still below one about. point something. That's serviceable for a defender. Yeah, it was one point something. That's yeah. serviceable. That's not just a terrible defender. In the 2010s, you don't need 2010s and 2020s now. You don't need a center that has that can score that much to win games. You need somebody who can play defensive rebound. I disagree. It depends on how your team's constructed. If the Lakers don't have I mean, Anthony Davis... The Nuggets have to have Jokic get the offense to win. It I depends mean, if your center's one of your best players or not. Cat is one of the best players on his team. The best at this point. Now that Wiggins is yeah, gone, sure. now you could compare him and D'Lo. The but aren't going to win a championship. No, but... No, I'm, but it takes him to playing Jokic, an offense They're probably to win not games. in the playoffs. Right. If he doesn't score and facilitate on offense, I agree. as far as start bench cut, I agree. I'm starting cat. I'm benching Drummond, and I'm I think cutting to build, Adam. To build a championship team, your center has to be able to play defense and rebound. So who's That's your the main goal? What's your start one, cut one, bench one? Drummond is my starter. Don't Even cut him. Anthony, that got? hurts, James. I mean, the numbers agree with what Garrett and Logan said. Carl Anthony Towns has the best field goal percentage. I, I take that back. He has the worst field goal percentage, but he has the best three point percentage, and it's not even close. He's shooting almost forty percent from three, yeah. whereas the other two guys are shooting sub twenty. I don't need my five to be. Adams is shooting ten percent. You need a stretch five to win in modern NBA. You do. Your five can't just sit in the paint all you game. You do unless you have the other big defense. number for me with these guys, which is Raya. I agree with you. Carl Anthony Towns shoots eighty three percent from the free throw line. The other guys 50. 55 and forty six for Drummond. It's disgusting. Cannot make three points. Player efficiency rating also. Towns leads that, so I have to agree with you. I would start Carl Anthony Towns. I would bench Andre Drummond, and I would cut Stephen Adams. I love Adams, but he's injury prone, and he he just can't do enough. On and the I also feel like Cat has it's a lot easier to grow defensively in the NBA than it is because I mean he came in knowing how to score, and I feel like Cat has room to grow defensively. He's young. He's what, what like twenty three. He's the youngest of the three. Yeah, he has so the highest time. ceiling. There's been a championship team with a stretch five. I don't know, but you're living in exactly. a whole different era. That's what that's what that's what, that's what I'm saying. Living in a whole I mean, era. you could call Draymond to stretch five. I mean, my Draymond's on a five. My point is, he and, plays it in the one. No, I'm dead. Unless you have a Paul George and so Kawhi, unless you have a Steph Clay and KD, you do need a uh, you, Tim Duncan. I, I mean, San Antonio. If you have that, you're you're not going to build your team on a center because you don't need that to win a championship. The Nuggets have done it. The Nuggets are doing you're it. Not going to win a championship though. So that's your only argument on start one, bench one, cut one is be is you're not going to win a championship. Do you think the best Andre Drummond or Steven Adams are going to win a championship? The best version of a five, somebody who can play defense and rebound. This is so where have the Thunder and Pistons gone? Chandler, we need a so point guards are only passers, right? They don't need to score. That's for the twos and threes and fours. We'll get there. I mean, we can disagree all day, (laughs) but I mean, at the end of the day, it is what it is. So I, I think we should move on to point guards. Colin Sexton, De'Aaron Fox, and Trey Young. All right. Say All that rookies. Time. Colin Sexton, De'Aaron Fox, Trey Young. We'll go in reverse order. Anthony, you start. All rookies. So if I'm starting one, I'm starting Trey Young. If I'm benching one, wait, I, wait, wait. All rookies. Trey Young's second year. They're 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 all essentially rookies. 
I mean, they're not all Darren one. They're not, they're not all first sophomore. years. They're they're sophomores young, or juniors. Young guys. Essentially. Yeah, okay, young, young guys. guys. Okay. Not rookies. Cool, cool, cool. Not rookies. Okay. Semantics. Yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, you're good. You're good. Not I rookies, just wanted to but, clear. Okay. Okay. So Trey Young, I'm starting Trey Young. I'm going to bench Colin Sexton and I'm going to cut De'Aaron Fox. This one was a little bit tougher for me. That is tough because I really like De'Aaron Fox and I really like the player he could develop into because he's probably the best. Well, him and Sexton are probably the best two way guards. Of those three, I mean, I don't think Trey Young will ever be a great defender or anything, but probably not. But he's putting up historic start numbers. Start Trey Young, bench De'Aaron Fox, cut Colin Sexton. You got to think of what the upside of each of those players. You make decision. De'Aaron Fox could turn into his speed. I'm not saying they're going to do. He could turn into Russell Westbrook. He really could. I agree. Trae Young. So that's why I'm. That's why I'm. Trey Young could turn into Steph Curry. Yeah. That's yeah. why I'm starting. Who can Colin Sexton turn into? What is his peak? I mean, he's averaging 20 a game this year. He's playing well these last couple games. He's I 20 think. a game this season. He is. What does that mean? He, 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 he's over two points higher than his career numbers you, this year. Like, do you, can you construct an office where you think you know you could win with it? It's like, who do you think he plays like? So who you got? I mean, not every then, player has yeah, to have a then, comp. Starting, who do you think is shooting the highest three-point percentage among up. these three guys? Uh, Probably Sexton. It is Colin Sexton. Yeah. Trey Young shoots too much starting volume. Starting Trey Young. Bench is Fox. Mm-hmm. Cutting. Yeah. See, and I agree with you. That's what I did. That's I'm I'm on the same page as you, Logan and James. That's what I'm gonna do, but that's not a disservice to Colin Sexton. It's not. It's, it's the, not. The, you know, this is hard. I, yeah. That's what that's what this segment's exactly. all about. It's all about making a tough decision. You're gonna have to cut one of these players. Yeah. It's not gonna be easy. You're gonna have to make a decision. I like the upside of Trey Young. I mean, by far the most, I think. I mean, he's averaging nearly thirty and ten for his sophomore season in the NBA. That's unparalleled i don't know if i can't think of anybody who's ever had that kind of a jump from their second or first to second year maybe luca but that's another conversation I mean, Trey young is the youngest player to get to 300 threes in nba history he's got a 20.1 player efficiency rating this year it's just hard to bet against him yeah especially in a, in a league that doesn't demand defense I, I know we talk about how important defense is but if we're being honest defense is i mean offense is important in this league in today mm. in, in today's nba offense is important and trey young can get buckets yeah. i'm gonna make this call Right now on this podcast, Ray Young will be at OKC Thunder eventually. Whoa! Cross my right. fingers and hope, hope to die right. on that. I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna disagree <laughs> with, with you because I want that. <laughs> yeah, Trey Young, future Thunder. Game Heard over. it here first, James Jack, James but D. Jackson. For real, guys, this has been it's been fun. Good first episode, guys. Awesome. Appreciate yeah. it being here with y'all. Um, some good takes, some good debates. Uh, a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. All right, we'll Peace. get the socials up soon so you can tell us what you think about it. Yep, sounds good, guys.